This is the 23rd day of the 10th month of year 2019 and I am recording this audio diary on my bed actually in my room in Bristol, UK. So I'm going to go through the numbering thing again. I'm just going to talk about, you know, however many that I can get to in the next 10 minutes. One, um, somebody who I've really enjoyed consuming lately is, um, not physically, <laughs> I'm not a, I am not a cannibal, I do assure you. Somebody whose content I've really enjoyed consuming lately is Craig Adams. He's a filmmaker and for anybody who is a avid YouTube consumer like I am or uh, anybody who's kind of in the outdoors, hiking, minimalism um, community like I am are all going to completely understand why. I love Craig Adams. Uh, He is incredibly authentic. He's incredibly reflective and constantly changing. And I feel like he's on a very similar journey as I am. He has, he's a minimalist. He's an avid hiker. He's a creative trying to make it on his own as a a self-starter. And yeah, so all of those things. He's been making a few fabulous, really, really high quality hiking films that I just really enjoy watching just because the cinematography is so amazing and it's really inspiring. And it transports you to a completely different location and it captures exactly why I love hiking so much. The humor, the struggle, the scenery, the peace. All of those things, yeah. And I think why hiking and especially backpacking um, is so special is because you're living in that space. Unlike hiking where you know, you know, it's going to be a temporary excursion and at the end of the day you're going to have to come back to quote-unquote reality and civilization. Backpacking is really an escape, and I really enjoy it. Yeah, I want to do it again. (laughs) Even though I lost all my gear, I am willing to pay for all the gear to get it back and all of those things. Um, Anyway, that's number one. I really enjoy watching Craig Adams, um, his hiking films. Number two, my anxiety. So since I last uploaded my um, podcast episode, I have attended the, I had a appointment with a clinician. I don't know if there's a registered therapist or registered counselor or psychiatrist. I'm not actually exactly sure what this person's credentials are, but supposedly a professional who was trained to speak about employee counseling. Um, so I got this wonderful counseling service through my employer. And I 
yeah, I started talking about anxiety and just some of the struggles that I've been going through. Um, yeah, and it was incredibly useful. They pointed me towards a great resource that I should really look into. And yeah, yeah. So I, I am going to be, that experience was surprisingly helpful, even though it was just a live chat. I am speak, speaking with her again in a week. So I spoke to her on Monday morning. I'm going to speak to her again on Monday morning, um, next Monday morning. Yeah, so that's all good. Um, number three, um, to speak about my actual anxiety and not necessarily the counseling that I had, um, to try and work through it. My anxiety has been getting, it's been, yeah, getting really bad. Uh, I don't think I've had quite as much acute anxiety before the way I've had um, in the past maybe three to four weeks. Just constant nagging voice, uh, worrying about the future, I think some of the stuff that I've been working through in the past few days has been really, really helpful. Um, meditation has helped me just even calm my mind a little bit because I think the racing mind is a typical, typical example of what anxiety manifests itself as. I was really, really anxious. Um, during my travels, my travels to Indonesia, which discourages me from flying again, I am not anxious about flying. Um, like, for example, the plane is going to crash, which I think a lot of is a common anxiety. I'm not anxious about flying. I was anxious about visa and immigration. I was anxious that, you know, I was going to get denied entry, that I was going to lose my passport, that I was going to get scammed that I was going to miss my flight, miss my train, that type of thing. Of course, those things can be somewhat mitigated by having very flexible plans um, or, of course, preparing in advance. But, yeah, so some of these uh, anxieties are mitigated, or, or you can mitigate them. And, and these anxieties are born out of past experience, right? Because I've missed flights before. I've gotten my things stolen before. I've just had loads of things happen to me. I've also been denied entry before because I lost my ID card. I've been held up at immigration. I've, uh, I've been robbed. My house, when I was traveling in Barcelona, my house was broken into. So I've experienced a full range of uh, well, not necessarily the fullest range. There are more extreme examples one could have. Uh, knock on wood that I don't have to experience them in my lifetime. But So I've had my fair share of pretty bad experiences. Oh, not to mention the mugging that I had um, when I was in Philadelphia. So based on all of that, I do have previous experiences. And I think the problem with my anxieties is that these previous experiences just really, really inflate. And so 
I think uh, my generalized anxiety on top of the negative experiences I've had just just it's just completely triggered and I think the fact that it's not completely irrational that there is something to genuinely sort of worry about to keep your eye out upon and also because there's um, first-hand experience they can base it upon everything just kind of goes out of control so the only thing I can say is to stay resilient stop looking so far ahead because I think that's just like putting adding adding oil to the fire for someone who is anxious and to take it day by day not to think too far in advance just think today tomorrow maybe up until this week that's how far ahead I want to plan you know I want to live really short term um and that's all right that's all right so It's all good. Anyway, I am certainly, all I'm saying is that I'm certainly struggling. And I want to focus my attention on Oko. I want to focus my attention on myself. I want to get back into rhythm that I know works. I'm going to take things very simply. I'm not going to raise very high expectations of myself. I'm going to do things that work and keep it simple. And I'm going to choose to love myself and protect myself and take care of myself so that I can take care of others, so that they, I can take care of the environment, so that I can take care of the world. And I'm not selfish for trying to do that. I'm actually being wise and tactful. I don't owe anybody really anything. Maybe I have to pay my credit card bill. <laughs> That is one thing I owe, but other than that, I really don't owe anybody, 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 anything, excuse me. So I can let go of this anxiety and just be myself for a minute. It's all good. There is a support network of people who care about me and people who I care about, and that's all good. Having just, yeah, the small selection of people you do care about deeply are really meaningful. I love myself, I love my life, and I'm thankful to God for the life that I've been given. And I choose, actively choose, to make the best of the life that I am given. Alright, talk to you next week. Or, not necessarily next week, maybe I'll talk to you earlier. But I will talk to you next time. Bye.